This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. So, Rebecca, is marriage really a dream within a dream? I don't even know what that means. Like, it's the most awesome thing. Like, you're dreaming, and then it's a dream within a dream. It's so glorious. It, well, sometimes it's so glorious, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes it's just a straight nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not always just fluffy and rosy, but the hard times make the good times even better. Okay. I like that. I know. So we want to do this podcast on marriage. Marriage? I don't know how to say it like that. Oh. I've never even seen that movie fully. I don't Princess think Bride, I guess no. that's something we need to do. I've seen bits of it. Anyways, we wanted to do a little it's a new podcast adventure. on marriage. We wanted to talk to three generations of people. So we have um, a first. the first couple has been married just a couple of weeks, just a few weeks. And then we're going to do a little bit. And then the last couple, how long have they been married? Well, we're going to find out it's 50 plus years. 50 plus years. So you want to definitely listen to the end of this and podcast. And we will have been married 29. So we're kind of right in the middle right of the Right in the two. middle. Right. Yeah. We're straddling the fence there. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off with our newlyweds, Joey and Emily Gibson. Hello, Joey and Emily. Welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half podcast. This is the half. Emily is the half. Welcome back. Hello. And welcome, Joey. You've never been on before, have you, Joey? No. Are you excited? Are you nervous? How do you feel right now? Yes. Yes? You feel all the yeses? Yes. Nervous. Okay, so how long have y'all been married? Two and a half weeks. (laughs) Two and a half weeks, right? The 4th of March. Yeah, this Thursday, this coming Thursday will be three weeks. Just three weeks. Oh, wow. Y'all are Solid babies. So They're literally newlyweds. They really are newlyweds. How long are you a newlywed? Is that the first year? How long will you consider yourself a newlywed? Until I get a car wash. Oh, until it's washed off yes. your car? <laughs> Just married. So probably Listen, a year. I, a year. Yeah. I borrowed your car when you guys went on your honeymoon, and I want you to know I was walking to the car at the salon one day and got congratulated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so congratulations. On your just married, I was like, actually, not my car, but thanks. <laughs> People just drive by me and give me a thumbs up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I've caused a wreck. <laughs> so we are doing a marriage podcast, and we have some different ones coming in the future, but we are want to ask you guys some questions as newlyweds. So are you ready? Yes. Yep. Are you prepared? Mm-hmm. All right. How did you prepare yourself spiritually and emotionally like for, for marriage, like premarital counseling? Like, what did you do beforehand? Premarital counseling, we did that. Um, did you do it with like at a place that you paid money and you went, or with friends, or? Yes, yes. both. We did yeah. like an official, like, we did it like through a church, with like a licensed counselor, and then mm-hmm. we had a couple friend that's been married for a few years that also counseled us. And did you get some kind of discount for having a certificate or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you do in the state of Texas, it's like. I Something I can't remember. It's like Together Texas. If you go to premarital counseling, you get. It was like only ten bucks or something yeah, for probably, us. Off your like, marriage license. Yeah, which is originally no. like seventy bucks, I think. Yeah, ten dollars total. Yeah. I didn't even know Wait, that was a you thing. You have to get you get your marriage license for just ten dollars. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's like sixty dollars off. Yeah. Yeah. Because they. That's kind of cool. Because they said that. Like the statistics are crazy. Like people. The divorce rate is so much less for people that have been through premarital counseling. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so Texas recognizes that, and they're like, 
let's reward people for this. I did not realize that until you guys did that. I was like, that's pretty cool. All right, so what aspect so far of marriage in your whole two and a half weeks has surprised (laughs) you the most? Joey, go. What aspect has surprised you the most? In the long two and a half weeks that you've been married. Have you been surprised on anything? I don't know. I Honestly, I don't even know. I feel like it's just a lot of fun. I figured it would be fun, but... I knew I wouldn't want to see anyone. Like, I, I literally wanted... To, I wish our apartment was a cave and we could roll <laughs> a rock in front of it. And, but... Oh, that's so cute, huh, babe? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just been fun. I don't know. And so it, it's been more, like, more fun than you thought it would be. Like, you're just... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Emily, what, what about you? Um, I've been surprised at how hard it was to adjust to sleeping with someone else (laughs) in the same bed. Like, in my head, I was like, we're gonna, like, cuddle all night. It's gonna be so fun. And now I'm like, you're a thousand degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Roll I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a ceiling fan? Oh, yeah. Are are you a ceiling fan person? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I knew that you would be. We keep it at 67. I think we've decided 65 is our new. Yeah. (laughs) That's colder than we keep our house. Emily, how are you surviving? No, I need it to be that cold to sleep. Next to him because he warms it up 10 degrees. Yeah. Because I'm so hot. Oh, please. That's something only. And Joey sleeps diagonally. It's a good thing you're only 5'2". Yeah. So you're surprised about how he he sleeps, too, then. Yeah, I'm like... You sprawl. And that he talks in his sleep. That was a surprise. Oh, you talk in your sleep? What has he said? What surprises have you heard as he's talking in his sleep? It hasn't been anything bad. There was one night that he was, like, saying a prayer, but I only understood the beginning words of it, and then he, he, like, starts talking so fast. And I don't know what's happening after that. Yeah. (laughs) At least he was praying. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's awesome. Okay. So, (laughs) what have you learned about yourself that you don't think you would have discovered without your spouse in your Mm. life? Look. (laughs) I think I would have discovered this via the Lord some other way. But... I have found I'm a lot more selfish than I thought I was. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, my motives behind things, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what the heck are you doing? (laughs) And so, I don't know. It's just like, because in your head, you're like, yeah, I can't wait to serve my wife. But when it gets down to it, like, she's been sick with, like, a sinus infection for the past week. And you're like, okay, no, this is, like, every night. Let's do this. (laughs) And she might be irritated at you for no reason <laughs> but <laughs> you still have to like there like, be a reason yeah there probably was a reason let's be honest but I don't know it's just I don't know you've dissected like, yourself yeah. a lot more like why you do your motivations things. for things yeah oh interesting okay. I like that okay Emily I was actually gonna say the same thing Oh, that's kind of sweet yeah that's a cop out answer Whatever. No, I really was. I feel like we we actually talked about this like oh no, like two weeks in, we were having coffee and I said something similar. I was like, I realized that like, I think I mean obviously like you know you need Jesus to be a good spouse, but it was like, no like I literally can't be a good spouse to you apart from asking God to do that because I'm like trying to think like what would be like good to do for Joey today and then like 10 seconds into it I'm like getting irritated and I'm like why am I irritated like I don't know it's weird so all right okay so what's been the hardest part of marriage so far has there been a hard part Going to work. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds super cheesy, but it's, like, true. Because when we both work during the day, it's like, okay, we don't have as much time together as I thought. I wake up, I'm like, bye, babe. And then you come home, and it's like, I'll see you for four hours, get to hang out, and then we're going to sleep. And so 
yeah, as cheesy as that sounds, I feel like during the day I miss her and I'm like, I wish we could hang out more. Like (laughs) we live together and we don't even hang out. But adulting. Yes. (laughs) And that's kind of probably a hard part too. It's just like learning all of the things that you've already mentioned, plus learning how to manage your finances. You mentioned today you had a budget meeting between the two of you. I mean, that's gotta be hard too. I mean, we remember back to being newlyweds and like, we, you, I don't even know how we lived on the money we made. Like you, just, I don't even know. It just kind of happened. I, yeah, and one day you'll probably say the same thing, but I'm sure at this point you're like, how are we even? How are we going to make this happen? So what about you, Emily? Do you say the same thing? Saying goodbye in the morning is one of the hardest. Yeah, because I've had like a couple of days where I was sick, and I'm just home by myself, and I'm like, this is lame. <laughs> You need a buddy. Yeah. Well, just Joey. Not just anyone. Not just anybody. <laughs> and I think expectations, too. Like, I don't know. Yesterday, it was, like, I guess I got frustrated. I don't guess. I, got, I did get frustrated. <laughs> but, I don't know. I feel like we knew it was going to be a busy day. Like, Friday night, we knew Saturday was going to be a busy day. But then it's like, at the end of the day, I was, like, just frustrated. Like, I didn't know this was going to take so long. And then, I don't know. I feel like... For me, I would like, if it's going to be a busy day, and I know that, for us to talk through the day and, like, what's your expectation? How long do you want to be here? Yeah, like, communicating everything. Because I think it's easy to be like, we're on the same page. Like, we live together. Yeah. We'll be on the same page. But then I can have my own, like, idea of what the day will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you assume assume it's the same, but it ends up not being. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've come from our end of the deal find it easier to like honestly don't set an ex don't have that expectation like first of all before you're going to them and saying hey mm-hmm. what's like once you set up in your mind how things should run then it's harder to change that or what you thought should be right so coming up with a plan together makes that a little easier sometimes <laughs> okay so on the opposite <laughs> end what's been the easiest thing about it like what what just seemed the most natural about it it's like spending time together. I don't know. Yeah. We've been friends for so long. It's just been. Like, what do y'all do in the fun. evenings? In your four hours, you like watching Netflix. You friendly. cook together. Yeah, this is family friendly <laughs> newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can understand that. We probably, assume those things are happening. That was a loaded question. I was like, <laughs> well, why did she ask that? I'm like, what would newlyweds what are you be doing? doing? Honestly, <laughs> that answer watching could Netflix? be the same for newlyweds and us yeah. and the older couples, probably. Okay. But we'll just stay here on the family friendly page okay. and say there's yeah. some things that happen more naturally than others <laughs> but do y'all like go out to eat do you cook try to cook at home do you read emily you used to read out loud all the time psalms like do you do that now do you do that with like Oof. what do you do um, yep <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know we've watched tv we've cooked together I don't know. We just yeah. mainly like chill, and then our um, counselor that did our premarital counseling gifted us like a nightly devotional, and so we just take turns reading that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something that's come really naturally is we pray together a lot, like throughout the day. But mm-hmm. we do that in our free time as well. And obviously, while you're sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. Joey. Joey. Just kind of so like, <laughs> I can yeah. do this in my sleep. The Lord knows. Okay, Joey. Oh. What do you love most about your spouse? Oh, Is it weird to say spouse? No. No, it's I not. love it. <laughs> so what do you love most about Emily? I'm not going to lie, you're turning a little red right now. Are you about to cry? No, there's a lot. Your eyes look a little... She's picking on me, guys. (laughs) He looks a little misty right now. You look a little misty. Um, There's a lot. Um, I guess... I don't know. There's a lot about just the history of us that people don't know. I mean, if you want to know, you can ask. But I don't know. It's just... She's just super gracious. I don't know. Um, I've told a lot of people this, and I'll say it a million times. But she's been a very, like, I don't know, I guess a mirror kind of just image of God's love for me 
just, just, and this is super cheesy, but in our vows, I put like that. Oh, I don't even want to say this. It's so cheesy. But like, <laughs> I like, you're, say it. oh my say gosh, it. I like, you're my evergreen. Like, Aww. and I don't know. It just means a lot to me that she's always been there. I've screwed up countless times. Y'all witnessed at least one of those. Um, and I'm not sure. We've witnessed more than one. I've, <laughs> I've ridden to Colorado with you <laughs> twice, yes. a couple times. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> That'll be another episode. That'll be our mystery episode. But she's just gracious. And like, I don't deserve this. Aww. And it's like, it's weird because I know that, but she's a constant reminder of that. So. Mm. All right, Emily, what do you love most about your spouse? Joseph. <laughs> um, I think I've always loved this about him, but it's, like, become so much more apparent since we got married, just, like, how servant-hearted Joey is. And it's, like, legitimately never to get anything in return, which is, like, very humbling to me because I feel like, sometimes like if I'm doing something for him I'm like have this expectation in my head like okay but like he'll probably do this for me or whatever but literally Joey just like serves me like 24 7 doesn't like hardly ever ask for anything in return and I don't know yeah Joey's like that Joey, Joey comes over here and I, like I'll be like I'm not gonna take the trash out because Joey's coming over a little bit and he'll do it. For <laughs> we know me. he'll do it. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't even live here. I'm like, <laughs> and I probably don't even have to ask him. Like he'll come in and be like, "There's trash. I'll take it to the curb." I'm like, he probably knows when trash day is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> yeah, sure. Tuesday, Friday. Ah. But you're so close and see. It's up there early. Yeah. He's yeah. just thoughtful. Oh, He's like, thoughtful. <laughs> In his serving, I don't know. He's like, <laughs> o- like oddly aware of so many things. Like I feel like he just is very observant, and so things that I didn't even think to ask for, he's like, "Here, I've done this for you." <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. That's awesome. Um, so, have you thought about how you're going to keep your marriage vibrant, like keep it thriving as you get older? Have y'all thought about that? What that entails? Already I know you guys say like, I'll be like, what are you doing Friday? And you're like, date night. So I mm-hmm. guess y'all have something like that, right? You have a, is it always Friday? No. I don't know. Just I mean, know. this, our first few weeks of marriage have been like, such, like, not a routine, not off a routine. Yeah. There's just been so much. Just getting back from the honeymoon and mm-hmm. like, anyways. But um, I'm excited because that can be part of the routine moving forward. We did our budget meeting, and for me, that means routine. But, uh, <laughs> and I don't have any routine scheduled days unite. off. Routine people unite. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I think we like date nights, um, and it's in the budget. So. <laughs> that uh, makes you happy. <laughs> Do you have a vacation line in the budget? Are you there yet? No. I don't know. Yet. We have to... Yeah. Pay off our debts for. Yes. That's Ramsey. a good plan. Darn it, Dave Ramsey. I know. <laughs> He's in his giving stage. I just maybe if we like, if you know, shout him out enough, this, yeah. he'll give to us. Yes, <laughs> Dave, if you could help them out, yeah. just a few thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So date nights for sure. Any, anything from you, Emily? Um, to how to keep our marriage vibrant, vibrant. Spicy. Spicy, Spicy. Family, family I think friendly. he's he's interpreting the question a different way, but that's that's legit though. Yeah. Spicy. I don't know. I guess I haven't given it much thought because in my head I'm like, Joey's the most fun person I know, so I don't feel like I'll ever get bored. <laughs> I feel like I I'm never I just, bored. I just in my mind referred back to twenty minutes ago where you're like, why are you acting so weird? <laughs> See, never bored. <laughs> you will never get bored, Emily. That's I promise right. you it. Yes. Which is a good thing. Yeah. She showed me a kazoo the other day, and I had never personally played a kazoo. You've never played a kazoo? No, but she oh. handed it to me, and I was like, in my head, I was like, she knows this is a mistake. <laughs> he was trying to sing along to worship this morning <laughs> with the kazoo. <laughs> uh, online, How did that right, work? guys? Yeah. Online. 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 Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did that go? I should take it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you let the kazoo come home with you? It's at your house? Oh, it's at the house. Oh, oh goodness. It's on the coffee table. Right I now. was like mentally thinking when he's not looking, I'm going to throw this away. But then Joey was like, I love this thing. And I was like, I can't throw it away now. It's his favorite gift ever now. And now I know <laughs> that that might be a thought. Yeah, now you so have to hide it. I take out the trash, so... You have to dig through the trash to make sure the yeah. kazoo's not in there. Oh, this one's clear. Yeah. <laughs> you need to put the kazoo in a prominent place so you'll know as soon as it's gone. Let's oh. put it really high up. I bet he doesn't know. Oh, where that's it is interesting because right I would think mm. to hide it, and you're like, no. Put Did it you hear what Emily said? What'd you say? I said I bet he doesn't know where it is right now. That sounds like oh. a threat. It's on a coffee table. Is it? Oh. I'll just buy another one. Intriguing. <laughs> it's in the budget. Not with the budget. Yes, yeah, it's in my fun money. <laughs> kazoo money. How much is a kazoo? <laughs> I think you can get a bunch of them at the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, probably so. I feel like living with Joey would be like living with Tigger. Like just, do, do, does it. he sit down? Yeah. He does. Be okay. chill. All right. I'm a lounger. <laughs> I, I cannot picture that at all. Joey, I don't know. We chill, but he like... Sometimes we'll be watching TV, and I look over, and he's just like looking at me. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, it's too weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Is she so pretty? She is. She is. <laughs> okay, does Joey change the TV like he does the radio station in the car? Like, in the car. Oh. He will listen to like the, the first best part of a the song, the first verse and chorus, mm-hmm. and that's all you're getting. The best then part of the song. We are on to the next. And he's one. moving on. There's no second verse and there's no bridge, like ever. Like you're just gonna click through. Look, you've heard the whole song no. in that amount of time. You're just listening to it on repeat after that. <laughs> so I'm listening to the whole song and then I'm listening to the best of the next. You song say that, song. but when you were listening to that share song today that Believe? you keep playing over and over, oh gosh, you probably sing it really well, don't you? I don't switched know. it. I you were devastated. Okay. Does he do the TV the same way, or does he stick to a no. channel? We are, like we're watching a certain thing right now, so I don't know. We don't watch a lot of TV. I feel like we will intentionally be like, let's watch this, and then yeah, um, do something else. We don't like channels. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If an alien from outer space came crashing through your ceiling right now and ask you to define marriage, what would you say? First off, I would check on the people above us. <laughs> oh, you're in an apartment. <laughs> to see if they were dead. <laughs> we're, we're back to the servant heart of Joey. <laughs> they're like, they're dead. <laughs> sure Joey's not concerned there. there's an alien in the house. He's like, what about the other people? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> You're big and green, but I gotta go check on the other people. Sunroof. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, wow. To I define, define marriage. marriage. Define marriage. To an alien. <laughs> like they don't. They have no idea what it is. How would you? Do they, they know English? Yes. They, yeah, they can interpret. You can they speak can translate. English to them. Is it like Kevin? Why use lot words when few words do trick? Or is it like? <laughs> Did y'all get that reference? That's from The Office. We have never seen The Office. I've seen some of The Office, but not not enough to know what that meant. No. So so what were you you saying? No, I was just going to say. However, you have to convey to the alien. Hmm. He's going to come in and be like, what is this? Why are you cohabitating? And you're going to be like, marriage (laughs) is... This is marriage. It's... Fun. say marriage is a three-way covenant between the two of us and the Lord. That's all I have. I don't know. No, that's good. There's this quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. You should look him up. I'm pretty sure he wrote this in prison, and I'm not going to quote it because I don't remember. But basically, he was saying, like, in the beginning of marriage, like, it's, like, all about love. Like, your love is, like, what holds you together. But, like, as marriage goes on, like, your marriage is what holds your love together. Like, you, like, have your covenant, like. And so, because you have your marriage, like, that's what will continue your love. Interesting. Oh, wow, that's good. I like that. 
Joey, you got anything for the alien? After you've checked on the neighbors, yeah. you come back in. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. You got nothing for that? To find marriage. Give me, give me a few more years. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You're still working on the definition. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Those are wise words. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I think... Those are all the questions we have, right? Yeah. For our newlyweds. It's pretty fascinating. I know. It's so cool to sit back and watch, like, I mean, I'm sure we felt all this way, you know? Like, and we still do in some regards. Like, some of that you'll still have and you'll still keep. Some things will change. Like, I don't know if Scott stares at me while we're sitting on the couch. I probably do. I probably do. You have not seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) It happens. You probably do. Is it because I'm drooling or snoring? Probably. I have to clean you up. It's probably, it's probably not because you're like, she's so pretty. You're like... No, I still do that. Girl. <laughs> girl, what is that? No, no, exactly. no. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing. All right. Well, we'll get to our questions next. Yeah. And then we'll have... We'll have the uh, wine trials. wine trials on last. It's going to be fascinating to see how each generation answers the questions. That's right. I feel like I'm going to hear the wine trials and I'll be like, Wow. Yeah. That was good. Oh, we did too. We were <laughs> we were talking to them, so yeah. You you guys will definitely you'll love it. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for being on and your busy schedule of Netflix and enjoying the four hours you have at night with each other. So we appreciate you guys and we're sad for y'all. Man, Emily and Joey did such a good job. It was so cool to hear what they're thinking about marriage just a few weeks in. Right. And now I get to ask you all the same questions, and okay. you get to ask me the same questions. So we're going to answer these questions together. Here we go. Well, first of all, we've been married, like you said, 29 years. Yes. Right. Well, this August will be 29 years. Yep. Coming so, up on it. So we're right in the middle, and let's learn everything there is to learn about each other. We have not talked about these questions. We really haven't. Okay, this so. is going to be... Spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. These Live. are hard, too. Okay, are you ready? Yes. How did we prepare ourselves spiritually and mentally? Not well Wait, enough. spiritually and emotionally, not <laughs> <Yes>. mentally. Well, <laughs> mentally, too. <laughs> I don't think well enough, to be honest. Yeah. Didn't we go to marriage counseling we vaguely, We vaguely did some stuff in Donnie's office yeah. a couple of times. Not a lot. Yeah. I wish we'd have done more. To be fair, we'd only been dating six weeks. <laughs> well, hold on. We got engaged six weeks in. Then we yeah. had eight months to get out of it if we needed to. I guess before so. Before the wedding. Before the wedding. Right. So we had eight months we there. We had eight months. But yeah. we didn't, so we didn't do a lot. We didn't do a lot. Yeah. I don't remember doing and anything. And in retrospect, it would have been nice to be a little more prepared. Right. As prepared as you can be. Right. Yes. Because so. it was interesting to hear... Emily and Joey talk about, they did a bunch of counseling. Like, they did official counseling, mm-hmm. they did some friend counseling, and then who, I don't even know if they had this when we were married, but they got the discount because they did premarital. Yeah. It's like, who, what? Who does that? We didn't get a discount on our marriage license. I don't know. So, yeah, cool. no, we didn't do anything like that. That wasn't even a huge deal at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting that they said you get a, a discount because they recognize that there's less of a divorce rate among people that it do helps. It helps as you're going in yeah. to understand what you're getting into, I guess. <laughs> All right. So what aspect of marriage has surprised you the most? Oh, goodness. There's been a lot of things that have surprised me. What surprised you the most? I don't know. I feel like what I think has surprised me the most is how much darn fun we have. Like, I think we've always just found fun wherever we were. Like, today we were having lunch with Brady, our biggest fan. And he was like... (laughs) And our agent. And our agent, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And our campaign manager. Yes. He's all the things. He put on his shades, and I had my shades on. I felt like we were doing a deal at the table. You were doing a deal. Yeah. He needed a sparkly jacket, like some kind of like manager type of thing. So anyways, and he was just like, y'all, y'all need to do a YouTube channel or something like that because y'all just do fun stuff. Like here we are today at this random food place outside. And after we finished, we went to play video games at this. And a free play. Which I, yeah. in my mind, I guess because we do those things, I don't think it's that weird. It doesn't weird seem special, does Or it? special. Yeah. Right. Or different. It doesn't seem yeah. different. But when I look back and when I talk to my clients and stuff like that about all like trips and stuff that we've been on and different places we've been and even just driving from here to there, how you'll find like the weirdest stuff for us to hop off the road and look at. Like, 
like the Montana State Prison. I don't know how you found that one time, but you yeah. know, just which ended up being really it cool. It was though. super cool, but yeah. you know, I think yeah, everyone in the car doubted me. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> yes, you did. We sure Nobody did. Wanted to Nobody take wanted to get out at <laughs> no, the Montana State Prison. No, they didn't, <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I think that we just have so much fun, and yeah. I don't know if that was a huge surprise, but I couldn't have looked forward and been like oh my gosh, our life is going to be so full by the time we've been married for 30 years. You know, like having, like feeling like so, not complete, but just, I don't know, fulfilled. Yeah. So there you go. That's mine. Well, for me, it's, I'm surprised at how much I could love someone. I knew you were going to be the sappy one. I had to get sappy, didn't I? (sighs) Okay. But just (laughs) to, it's cool to be able to look over and I just see you in the car or just sitting on the couch it's like, I really love this person. I'm and she's crying. really pretty. I'm not crying. You're crying. Are you crying? <laughs> so it's just, no matter what we've gone through and all that, mm-hmm. to really know that we both love each other so much, despite good things and bad things. And yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. That surprises me that through everything, that, that, man, I'm still excited to learn more about you. Yeah. That that still remains. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Same. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. What have you learned about yourself you don't think you would have discovered without your spouse in your life? How did we ask people these questions? They're impossible to answer. They're impossible. And really, this question came... I was having breakfast with uh, Jake and Kate in Oklahoma, and Uh I thought of this question then Yeah. and asked them that. So that's when I thought, oh, this should be in the marriage podcast as well. Yeah, but I have no idea how to answer it. I mean, I really liked... Honestly, what Joey and Emily both said that, you know, I didn't realize how selfish I was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably true. Just re- recognizing, I don't know, uh, how much I don't want to do and how much you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, but at the same time, I think that affects both of us is we don't, there's moments that you really don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to do the dishes or you don't want to do this or that, but you do it anyway. Let's be real. I never want to do the dishes. <laughs> It surprises me. I think I've been surprised that, I guess it goes along with the other question. It surprises me that each morning when we get up, it seems as much fun. Uh I'm excited to see like, what are we doing today and what's happening? And then when you get home or I get home and we reconvene, it's just exciting to hear about the day. Right. And I'm surprised that it's still that exciting. Yeah. Gosh, almost 30 years. It doesn't seem like it should be that. (laughs) It's so crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. That it's still so exciting and, like, thriving. Yeah, right. That's surprising. We're not just, like, mailing it in. Yeah. Yeah. We're not just, like, roommates or something. So, That's my favorite line in date night when they talk about, like, are we really just great roommates or do we really still do love each other? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now you're getting sad. That gets me in the feels. I'm not crying. Okay. Okay, what's been the hardest part about marriage and the easiest part about marriage? Oh, goodness. I can answer this one. Okay, go. The hardest and the easiest part are the same thing for me. What is that? Being vulnerable. Oh, that's, I see. Yes. Vulnerability is the hardest, scariest part. But once you do that and you're so vulnerable, it becomes the easiest part and it's a place you find comfort in. So it's easy now. And I rest in that, like knowing that I can be 100% vulnerable with you. But there was probably a time when it was the hardest thing to do. And it still can be hard. I mean, it doesn't necessarily, it's just, you know, it doesn't necessarily like super easy all the time, but it's, there's comfort there. There's an easiness to that. Yeah. So take that. That's the hardest and easiest. Balls back in your core, baby. Okay. <laughs> well, um, again, I think I'm putting two questions together again because this is something I've learned about myself, but it's also been the hardest part for me. When we first got married, I was very, I didn't like confrontation. I don't, I think really when we first got married and for a long time, neither of us liked the confrontation uh-huh. because I think for you, it made you vulnerable. Yeah. And for me, I just didn't want to have this conflict. Yeah. So when we would, when we'd have a disagreement or argument, I would recede and get quiet yeah. and not want to deal with it and get. Me too. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, you would want to, you'd want to talk it out and all that, yeah. but I would recede and kind of get an attitude and not want to talk. Uh-huh. And then that would not make it any better. Right. So I think the hardest part for me was getting through that and being able to process my emotions and be okay with that. Uh-huh. Because I think I came in 
like just from family and your past, you, you come in with different things. And I came in with, I don't, I felt like if I was controlling my emotions, I was being strong. Uh-huh. But really, I was just bottling the emotions up. Yeah. And that wasn't healthy. Right. But I was thinking I was being strong and everything's good and fine, mm-hmm. but I really wasn't processing emotions. Right. It's not getting lost in the emotions, but it's understanding how to get through the emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's probably been the hardest thing for me. And now on the other side of that, I love less like, let's just talk about this now and work mm-hmm. this through now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't used to be that way. Right. So now that's kind of become the easiest the part. The easiest part, yeah. right. So yours is kind of the same. Yeah. We'll be available for counseling later, Dr. Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Hardy. Okay. Um, just kidding. But that's on the heels of, you know, Mr. President and Mrs. Vice President. You know, when we run our campaign. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, have, we, like, so we have so many things still to do. I know. we got a lot in our of... life, right? We have a, we're wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right. What do we do to keep our marriage vibrant? Oh, my gosh. This is easy. Like, we... I just feel like both of us are pretty good at, like, finding stuff to do like that one time you sent us on an adventure all over the metroplex were we taking pictures of statues oh yeah for the some for guys anniversary. some guys artwork yeah how'd you find that i i just remembered this guy's name and i remembered he did the one that has the maverick jersey on it like yeah. in deep ellum yeah so i just remembered that and i remembered oh he's got stuff all over town so let's do a scavenger hunt finding right. his stuff yeah that's awesome. So just things like that. Yeah. And even today, just going and playing video games. Right. And just, you pick, you picked a restaurant we've never been to, and then uh, I said, oh, let's go to the. Yeah, we try to not go the same place twice unless we just love it and we're right. just ready to put some comfortable clothes on and go. But we've kind of, I mean, I kind of say we're eating our way through Fort Worth, but just trying different restaurants and stuff like that. And, you know, always kind of like having surprises and stuff, like your birthday's next um, month. Actually, it's this month now. Your birthday's in April, and... I have a couple of surprises for you. Oh, you do? One surprise is embedded in this podcast. Embedded. Just what does that stuck, mean? I don't, you know, I don't I can't even know tell what you, that means. I know. I can't tell you anything else, but you'll know later. Okay. So it's just stuff like that. I think that we're pretty good at, like, just kind of, you know, working, like, doing fun things, finding different stuff. When we went to, I guess we did that Great American Road Trip, and you found, like, this whole farm that was made of metal. A zoo? It was a zoo? It was what? animals. I don't know what, what you're talking about. What was that place called? It was I'm or- trying to figure out what's embedding in the podcast no, now. No, come back to me. Okay, what? Um, in Fort Collins, Colorado, there is a metal garden. Was it? I mean, it had all those things that were made out of metal, like uh, automotive parts. Okay. Honey, we just hopped off and like well, went yeah, in. I, didn't we go down like a dirt gravel road to yes, get there? Yes, but how did you find And it had, you could tell like... This hadn't been a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Actually, yeah. nobody was there but us, and they had a little box that you, like, put Yeah, I think $5 it was condemned. <laughs> so, Kids, this is an adventure. Yeah, it was totally an adventure. I thought it was so fun. And so, and I mean, I think that we're just... I think adventure is a big thing, but then also on a practical note, I think praying every day together mm-hmm. has really kept us... It yeah. keeps us connected. It keeps us connected to God and also to each other. Yeah. And that's been about 10 years that we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's making sure we take turns praying, and uh-huh. um, I think that's something that is really keeps us thriving. Yeah, is just remembering to do that. Right, like it's just we miss it when if I mean we've maybe missed once or twice. Mm-hmm. I don't know, even over the years, and we don't want to miss that. Yeah, so I think that's something that really keeps us connected. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. What do you love most about your spouse? Oh gosh. I'm totally going to be superficial here. What is that? Honey, let me tell you. Okay. When you are in town, I, I don't come home that the bed is not made and the house is not clean. And I know that is like not a heart thing or some sappy sweet thing, <laughs> but it, it speaks to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and Acts of service. For reals. It's like when I come home and I know the house is going to smell like whatever you clean the kitchen with and... Most of the time the bed's made and I don't know. It's just, it's so, I love that about you, that you will do that all day long. Like every day that you're home. I just appreciate that so much. There's so, I mean, we've talked about other stuff. I love how adventurous you are. You're always up for, uh, you know, something silly and fun to do and try a new place and all of that. But, you know, and I can talk to how you lead and love your kids you know your boys like i feel like you're very intentional with them 
you know, there's many, many things, but on a personal note, like for me, like every day, there's just, you, you are a, just a daily servant to our family. Okay. There you go. Well, thank you. For me, I, one of the things I love about you the most is your hospitality and how you always, we, if we have guests or friends, you're always concerned about what is going on with the friends mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that they're comfortable. You want to make sure you want to see how they're doing. You're always checking in on people and just your, again, your servant heart of just wanting to take care of people mm -hmm. and wanting to nurture people. And I love to see that. I love to see how that grows in you constantly mm -hmm. in the things you do. Well, thank you. All your planning and all that <laughs> is really about, I want to take care of everybody and I want yeah. to, I want everybody to have the best experience oh, and learn yeah. the most from this. So. Thank you. I mm -hmm. do feel that way. Okay, here's the last question. Okay. If an alien from outer space came crashing through the ceiling right now and asked you to define marriage, what would you say? Who can answer this question? <laughs> I thought it was funny that Joey's would go check on the, <laughs> the neighbors above him. <laughs> yeah, that's classic Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I... I don't know how to describe that. It's the most hardest, longest, wonderful, fulfilling commitment bond you will ever have or make in your life. Okay. Did I do okay? Yes. After saying you had no answer, that was pretty good. <laughs> I would say to the alien, I would sit the alien down. <laughs> and you would say alien? Mr. Alien or Mrs. Alien. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able, I would probably wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you tell a female alien. That's a totally different alien. podcast. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take our show on the road to Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> we'll go to Roswell and investigate. <laughs> um I would say God has a sense of humor. Because I think he gets so many times he gets two people that are the and you're gonna see when we're talking to people when we're talking to Joey and Emily and we're talking to Rick and Pat, that it's totally different personalities, totally different like lives, families they've come from. Mm -hmm. And to put these p two people together, to make them one, and all the misadventures and all the crazy stuff that happens, mm -hmm. and how you argue and you fight and you laugh and you cry, I just think God... He loves us so much that he wants us to learn from that. And at the same time, it's, I think it's kind of funny to him, like <laughs> to just see how we interact and the how silly we, things we do. How we work it all out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we did okay. I think we did okay. But we're about to probably be schooled by Rick and Pat <laughs> because you think you know, so? they got 30, almost 30 plus, <laughs> yes. almost 30 years on us. Right. That's crazy. So are we ready to roll right into Rick and Pat? I am. Some of our favorite people. We're going to see what they think. Some of our very favorite people. Almost 60 years of marriage. So let's world. hear what they have to say. Let's do it. Rick and Pat Weintraub, welcome to the Hardy Party Five and a Half podcast. Please tell us how long have y'all been married? We have been married for 58 years. Ooh. It'll be, it'll be uh, 59 in June. That's amazing. Nine, almost 59 years. That is incredible. So we, we have been interviewing other married couples, and we're going to ask you along the lines of the same question. So we want to know what it takes to make it to 59, in your opinion. So, Scott, you want to ask the first question? Okay. Here we go. The first okay. question is, how did you prepare yourself spiritually and emotionally, like premarital counseling or stuff like that before you got married? Mm. Before. Okay, so there was really basically no counseling. I, I didn't even hear about that until we'd been married a very long time. Oh, I guess yeah. it just something that was done. I mean, no one our age anyway. Um, and they just were not books out like they are now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we just kind of just dumped in the pool and made the best of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that it's so interesting because, I mean, now premarital counseling is all the thing. And, oh, I mean, yeah. And even when we were getting married, it was starting to be the thing. And so it's interesting that, you know, that, that just wasn't even a thing when you guys got married. How old were you guys when you got married? Well, you know, our grandchildren just went through pre-engagement counseling. Oh, oh really? That seems pretty you deep know, to me. It's, it's, a, it's a different age. Yeah. 
I guess what you do is you kind of follow, A, what your parents did, which her, her parents and my parents did nothing. Yeah. And so we, we were not raised with the idea that you do that. And so, you know, now as time goes on, there's a lot more. And by the way, we think it's very, very Wonderful. healthy for couples to go through that. Uh -huh. But if you're asking how, what we did, uh, nothing. Okay, so we were both 23 when we got married. Okay, 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 23, which is kind of about the average age now, it seems like. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And what year was that? I can't, I'm trying to do the math there in my head. Uh, June the 9th, 1962. 1962, <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Wow, okay, so what aspect of marriage has surprised you the most? I have one. We had barely been married a week. When I thought that going to bed and turning out the light at 11 meant we were going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, don't, don't get worried. I'll, I'll be nice. <laughs> but no, he, what he does is turns on the radio to listen to a baseball game. Oh, it was probably the Dodgers, wasn't it? Yes, I had to find out, you know, how the game came out before went to sleep or I'd never go to sleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the other thing, but really, the, what, we, what I enjoyed the most was um, the fact that we were just together all the time. We were married in Atwater, California, where we were in the Air Force. And we had so much freedom to go to San Francisco all the time or Monterey or just to really enjoy California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We thoroughly enjoyed those early years being together before children because as pat said we had an enormous amount of freedom to do whatever it is that we wanted to do and i i was in the air force so i was not working you know normal hours i i, I might work for a week and then be off for a week wow. and so you know we we uh we did a lot of day trips and we spent we drive to San Francisco and spend a couple of days, or drive to Yosemite and then drive home. And we were living in the uh, San Joaquin Valley, so there was a there were a lot of places that we could go visit, and we really really enjoyed those years of freedom. It was wonderful. We went to Disney when it was in California, Disneyland. Disneyland, right? yeah. 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 When it, in fact, when it just first opened. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> how long were you How long were you married before you had kids? About three years. Okay. Uh, we had Steve in 1965. Uh, were you and, uh, still in Germany. California? Uh, sir, I'm sorry? You were still in California? Uh, yes, we were still in California, and uh, Pat uh, gave birth at, at a military hospital. It cost me $7 to have that baby. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, Steve was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Seven dollars? That's incredible. That is. Oh so after gosh. you, after Steve came around, did you guys just keep traveling? Mm, not as much. Not, no, as much. not as much. About every Christmas, we would come back to Texas and be with yeah. family, but uh, we didn't. We didn't do quite as much. We travel. had done so much before that it was. We were looking forward to being parents. Yeah. yeah. The other part of that uh, was that there was a war going on in Southeast Asia and. I was uh, away from home a lot, uh, flying into the country down there. And so, you know, it, it, when we were home, we were glad to be home. Yeah. Well, the good thing in California, you can travel year-round. The weather's so great. You could go see all those things. Yeah, yeah we enjoyed it. Uh, those are the days when California was very inexpensive. Uh, just to give you an idea, we had, we had a three-bedroom, two-bath apartment San Diego. In San Diego for $125 a month. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. gosh. That's, a hamburger costs that much in San Diego now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, that is true. It was very inexpensive in wow. those days. We lived there, and yes, the weather is good and all that stuff. Uh, wow. It wasn't, California wasn't what it is today. It wasn't quite as crowded. It wasn't, uh, it was just a different environment. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what have you learned about yourself that you don't think you would have discovered without your spouse in your life? I think one of the things I was mentioning this to Pat, Pat went from being a, a newlywed, a college woman, to a newlywed, to a mother, and then eventually to a grandmother, almost seamlessly. 
there were there was it was like uh, you just do this. I mean, there were there was no you know drama. She just did it. Uh, one of the things that was amazing to me about her was that you know we we knew each other, but you never know somebody until you live with them for a while. But you know, I I was going into Southeast Asia. I'd be gone for a week, a month at a time. Yeah. And she had not one. Well, she had one to start with. Then she had two babies. The oldest, she had a two-year-old and a baby. <laughs> and I'd be gone for a month, and she just handled things. <laughs> so you uh, she, you you learned had, that your wife is a super a super has a superpower. Well, she was, and she did it. I'm telling you, seamlessly. It was there was no drama about it. She she just did it, and so I'm I'm obviously I'm extremely proud of her and the job that she did. I mean, you know my children, and you know how they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all because of the kind of mom that she was. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I think I learned that I had a lot more capability of being a leader than I thought I did. Uh, okay. And, you know, I was firstborn son at home, but I lived with two parents, both of whom were type A personalities. <laughs> And you could imagine what that was like. It was probably and, a loud house then, right? So I, you know, it was my way of the highway with my dad. And with my mother, it was my way or you're stupid. So, <laughs> um, so I learned because of the way she uh, treated me and, and we were able to talk things out. I learned I had much more ability to be able to make decisions and lead than I thought I did. Huh. That's good. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's something you can really, I mean, I don't know that, yeah, as a young person, that'd be a really hard thing to grasp. But also knowing you now, when I've only ever known you to be a leader, I can't imagine you not having those skills or abilities or not thinking that. Or even do. being concerned that you wouldn't be. Right. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So well, what is, we all, you know, marriage has a way of changing us uh, and bringing out things in us that we didn't know, and it has a way of teaching us what your partner is like that you didn't know, you know, when everybody smelled good and looked good and wore their clothes, you know. (laughs) You find out that your spouse doesn't always smell good for sure. That's not true in this house. We both smell really good. (laughs) (laughs) Might want to get your, you might want to get your sniffer checked, Pat. Oh my gosh, you have to be a mean. <laughs> All right, so what's been the very hardest part about being married? About marriage? Like, okay. what's what's hard? Uh, why don't I start with the easiest? Okay, start okay. with the easiest. <laughs> okay, I just, um, it, even though opposites attract, it can also cause, later on, it can cause conflict. But the beauty of it in our case is that Rick is a leader and I'm a follower. So it really works well in that way. Um, The hardest is different, trying to adjust to different temperaments. Hmm. Um, It's just a given that you will have disagreements, but uh, communicating about it and we did, we've done counseling quite a bit, and I love counseling. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, and then sometimes you have to just agree to disagree mm-hmm. and let it go. And, you know, unconditional love is just the foundation of the marriage. Um, and just don't give up because God brought you all together. Yeah. The hardest part for me <clears throat> was learning to listen to her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we were we were at Cracker Barrel not long ago. They have those funny signs, and there was one that said, "My wife says I don't listen to her." I think that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to I had to learn that. I mean, I knew she was smart. I knew she was intelligent. I knew she had great ideas. Uh, but I had a hard time because I was in the military and I took orders and I gave orders. And nobody ever talked back to me. 
And I didn't talk back to anybody about me. And all of a sudden, I said, okay, we're doing this. And she'd say, well, wait a minute, have we? And I'd say, what? What? <laughs> so I had to learn that. The other thing I had to learn, being again, and this was because I was in the military. I was flying, you know, in a, on a combat crew. We had three radios going at all times. And I learned how to listen to all three radios find out who's listening to me and how to respond. And when Pat come into the room, if I was reading the newspaper and watching television, my mind said I can also hold a conversation. <laughs> but she's not buying that, right? Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> In your eyes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> tell you the number of times she grabbed the remote and flipped the TV off. So. Oh. <laughs> talk about talk about dealing with temperaments. <laughs> It's so easy to have nowadays with cell phones to have your phone in front of your face. And I know Scott and I both will just, if we're one of us is talking and the other one's on their phone, we'll just stop talking until the other one finally decides to look up and be present yeah. for a minute. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's just today. Yeah, it's hard. So you're 29, 29, or how many years in? 59. 59, 59, 59 years in. How do you still keep your marriage so vibrant? Because you guys are. I mean, we always talk about you and come to you for, you know, marriage advice. And you guys just seem to always still be working. Like, nothing, <laughs> no, nothing about y'all has, has given up or become complacent. You guys are just still so engaged with each other. So how do you, how do, you do that? You know, the thing is, you don't ever stop working on it. You don't just coast, ever. You, um, you just put your whole heart into it. The main thing is... We just have a good time together. He's just my best friend. I always <laughs> want to do whatever I want to do. It's with him. And we just laugh a lot. Uh-huh. And, of course, we hold hands constantly. <laughs> uh, he hugs constantly. Yeah, he's a big hugger. You've probably gotten a lot of hugs lately since he hadn't been hugging a lot of people. <laughs> it's no different than it's always been, but that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that um, it's it's when you love somebody, you want to enjoy what they enjoy. For instance, I had n no love of any sports when we got married. I, I didn't know anything about it. But because Rick is so into it, then I started reading the newspaper when there used to be a newspaper and learned the players and got myself interested in baseball. And then he... <laughs> Learn to love flower gardens. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Rick. That reminds me of a time when Scott and I were we married. I think we were married. Yeah. And we were going to a basketball game. And this was, of course, before cell phones, I guess, because uh, yeah, I printed off on a piece of paper some stats about the opposing basketball team i knew quite a bit about the mavs but i didn't know about the team they were playing so i printed off some stats stuck them in my pocket and i'd go to the bathroom and i'd read something and i'd come back and be like scotty pippen he went to central arkansas right and scott's like what <laughs> and, I mean, and i was impressed with that but i was wondering why is she going to the bathroom so much <laughs> So you could, go, you could do it on your phone yeah. now. Yeah, and now I could yeah. just Google search on my phone. But back then, I had a little printed off piece of paper in my pocket, so I could, you know, he could see he could see that I was taking interest in this, and and he was totally impressed. I was. <laughs> Way to go, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm sure I learned that from you guys somewhere along the way. <laughs> Rick, do you want to answer that question on how do you keep your marriage vibrant? Yeah, I, I was telling Pat, I said, one of the things we have to do nowadays is to make sure we each have our own television set because I cannot stand American Idol. So. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> and I don't like his war movies. So, yeah. so. so you, yeah, keep, you keep it vibrant by having two TVs? Uh, yeah. uh, she, she's right. I think one of the things that, that, that we love is just to laugh together. And we'll just... It's not, we don't kid each other, you know, to be negative, but we, we will have fun with each other and we'll just have a blast. Uh, sometimes uh, one, 
and here's a good example. Uh, a few years ago, I wasn't feeling well, and so my son came to pick her up to go to church, and so she walked outside and went over to the passenger side of the car and just stood there. And my son, who was on the driver's side, said, what's the matter? He says, she said, well, your father always opens the door for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had to come around and open the door for her. And so, you know, it, it sounds kind of silly, but we do those things. I still open the door for her. Yes. I mean, I, I honor her for who she is, and she appreciates that. And so she takes such good care of me. She knows exactly what I like, and she makes sure that our home is the kind of place that, that I love being. And so together, we've learned each other well enough to know what the other one what the other one's needs are in order to be able to, to do those kinds of things. I, I bring her coffee every morning. Mm-hmm. She, makes, she makes the kind of food that I like to eat on a right, you know, and so we just, uh, I don't know that we think about it. We just do it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 How does, uh, how does Pat like her coffee? Pat likes her coffee black with a little bit of raw sugar. <laughs> All right. How do you like your coffee, Rick? Uh, one sweet and low. <laughs> no, not sweet and low. Splenda. Splenda. Oh, one Splenda, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, you know, it, it, I think, you know, we, we just have fun together. I yeah. mean, it, it's like, we, you know, we've been locked in the house for a year. And people say, oh, has it been that bad? And I said, no, it really hasn't been bad at all. We, we would get in the car and we would drive, you know, where we live. We, five minutes from where we live, we're, you're in the country. And we yeah. would drive out in the country, and we'd drive past the horses and the cows and the goats. And we, we would just, you know, i take roads. I didn't even know where I was. <laughs> we would just drive around, and sometimes <laughs> sometimes we would, I would make a turn on the road just because the road was there, and I would turn into a dirt road, and Pat would go, okay, I think we've gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> time we, to we, time just, we, we decided that we would choose joy. And instead of choosing to be miserable about the fact that we couldn't be around anybody, and right. it worked out great. So yeah, yeah. Some people wonder how can you be together twenty four seven and still have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. I don't know what we talk about, but we're talking all day long. Well, one time my son said, "What do you guys talk about?" And I said, "Well, I get up in the morning and I say to your mother, can I spend the day with you?'" And <laughs> Huh? Oh, okay. I'm not supposed to tell you what he said. No. no. <laughs> uh, next question. Okay. That's a good segue. Okay, our final question is kind of a fun one. Okay, okay, here we go. If an alien from outer space came crashing through your ceiling right now and asked you to define marriage, what would you say to them? I don't know. I I like marriage. I don't know what a per God God made marriage. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, to me, uh, having having had fifth, uh, um, what is it? We met in 1959, so it's 60, 62 years we've known each other. Oh, wow. I think the thing to me is I've realized that my relationship with her is very much the relationship that I have with the Lord, mm-hmm. and that that is in in our spirit. You know, there's a the funny thing is. I can start saying something, and she knows how I'm going to end. In our in our spirit, we we are one. We communicate with each other sometimes non-verbally. Uh-huh. We and that's the way you do with God. You communicate with Him. You know, you may hear His voice in your head, or or I think marriage is is was given by God as a an example, a symbol of how he wants you to relate to him. And it's an unconditional love. It's never, uh, I mean, sometimes God gets angry with us and sometimes she gets angry with me, but not, not very often. But on a, on a level of the same relationship that God uh, wants with us. And so as, as we've watched our children and their marriages, um, our children have been married for 30 years. Our, uh, four of our grandchildren are now married. Uh, we're watching that play out in future generations. And so we're, we're pretty excited about where we are in life right now. 
Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, you guys have passed the test. I think you're going to make it, you know, marriage-wise. <laughs> you know, this was really a no. test. and We were a little concerned, but I think they're going to make it. <laughs> you know. Let me tell you the story of a, a couple in our church who just celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary. Oh, my goodness. And they got married at 19 during the war. And uh, he, was, he was in the Army. And they're 94 years old. Wow. And so I, I, she has a wonderful sense of humor. <laughs> and I went to, I, I was just having fun with her. And I said, Opal, is this marriage going to last? <laughs> and she said, I'm not about to break in a new man. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. It's too late now. That, that's the way we feel. We, we feel like we're truly one person. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. where I stop, she starts. Uh-huh. And th- there's no difference between Pat and Rick and Rick and Pat. <laughs> That's true. We've known you long enough to know that. And you guys know how much we love you and appreciate you. We have always looked up to you. And uh, we'll just, you're just forever just some of our favorite people. Thank you. That's very sweet. Yes. Thank you, Rebecca and Scott. You guys are um just the best friends, and we just appreciate you. Yeah, we love you guys. We love, love you, too. too. And now that you're getting getting out and about, we need to do lunch sometime. Yeah. Oh, anytime. Okay. Uh, my, schedule, my schedule is freer than yours. Okay. <laughs> we will make it happen. Okay. 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 Love y'all. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, we just got schooled by the best. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> we I'll take that any day. truly love Rick and Pat. They are some of the most precious people in our life. And I, what I love about Rick is how he talks about, like, he learned to like flowers and she learned to like battlefields and history and that type of stuff. And neither one of them were interested in that before, but it's something that they really invest in the other one and want to learn more about them. So they take an interest in it. When you just look at them, like you look at the newlyweds to us, to them, and that's what you want to aspire to is to become one. Yeah. And we can kind of see that that's what they've done. Yeah. Like they've really become one. They truly have. So it's really cool. And it's so cool because Pat is really very easygoing and quiet. It's mm-hmm. It was so cool to hear her just speak up and all the wisdom <laughs> she has. She is so full because of wisdom. Because Rick is not bashful to talk about anything. Right. But to hear Pat and hear her wisdom was really cool. And I am so glad that marriage brought us here today. (laughs) I am so glad of that, too. And listen, if you have not already liked and subscribed, please do that by clicking the subscribe button. Also, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys. Party Party of Five and a Half, over and out. We'll see you next time.